What is good, motherfuckers? This is the Be Cool Podcast back at it yet again. Taking about two and a half weeks off since the last podcast, enjoying the last days of summer. The first day of fall's coming in pretty soon this week, I believe. It's um, the end of September. It's a beautiful day today. It's been rainy. It's been cold. It's been beautiful all over the place. Hurricane season. Hurricane heading towards Canada. Did some damage in Puerto Rico. I hope everyone's doing safe. Everyone's doing good. I'm back here. Be Cool Podcast. Don't forget to leave those reviews. Five-star reviews. Let the people know. This is where you're getting the information. Send it on Twitter. Post it on Facebook, reshare, clip it, do whatever you want, but let the people know we are here for you motherfuckers. Shout out to everybody doing it big. President's Cup weekend. We had some, uh, you know, disturbing news out of the Boston Celtics this week. Not happy about that after we lost one of our free agent signings to a torn ACL. Our center, Robert Williams, has to go back under the... The microscope for some, uh, you know, some some bodies in his knee that wasn't taken care of properly. And now our head coach has been fucking around with a woman or multiple women on the Celtics staff suspended for a full season. This was supposed to be the Celtics year looking real good. And, you know, as when you get high, the lows come. You can never get too high. You can get high, but you can't get too high because the low is going to be a long fall to the bottom. There's no doubt about it. It's struggle. It's a struggle. It's difficult. It's nothing ideal. We don't wish this upon any team. We love the game of basketball. We try to hold our, uh, you know, heroes to higher standards. You're the head coach of a professional basketball team. You got to uh, take the brunt of the force, wins or losses success and failures and uh this guy's first year as a head coach in the nba gets gets it done but then uh gets complacent cheats on his wife nia long nia long one of the sexiest black women to ever grace this fair earth of ours what the fuck are you doing emay come on man you gotta put your shit together bro but i mean Temptation is a deadly fruit. There's no doubt about it. Forbidden should be. But so you got to take disciplinary actions. And uh, so he's suspended for a year. Hopefully, um, you know, he redeems himself. Hopefully nothing else comes out like there was multiple women that he was, um, you know, pursuing unwanted advances and such. Not a good look for anybody. Not a good look for anybody. So that's the way it is. So that's the Celtics wrap-up. The Buffalo Bills NFL season, week three. We had Thursday night football. Hit the over. About 40 points in that game. 23-17. Browns over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hit the over. I didn't hit it because I didn't bet it, but I tried to get a little bet in. No one wanted to have any part of it. I was going to take the over easy. I thought Brissett had a, you know, had the ability to do so, and he did. You know, Trubisky is a different animal altogether. But the NFL season's in the week three. Buffalo Bills 2-0. and 
We got Miami Dolphins this weekend. Can't wait to beat up on those guys. They were looking real good the last couple weeks. Obviously, last weekend against Kansas City was a shootout of uh, epic proportions. Hope everyone's enjoying watching their football teams play. I'm enjoying it. I love the season. You know, I'm playing a little golf today. I've had a kink in the neck for two weeks. A weird shoulder pain. I think I got some carpal tunnel from 2K. I've been playing 2K straight. I got this. Now it's just in my elbow. I can move. My, my neck is all good. There's nothing wrong with my spinal cord. Um, maybe I got to take a couple edibles. Relax those muscles. But I can, I've gotten through uh, four or five hours of sleep. I couldn't even sleep at the beginning of the last week. So I had to take it easy. I had to take it easy. I put myself through the ringer for no reason. I woke up bad one day. Had a kink in the neck, couldn't even rotate, couldn't even look down to see my dick when I was pissing. That's how bad it was. Went out and played 18 holes that day. Hit a couple good shots. Got in the bunker a lot, in the rough. And when your arms and you got some mobility issues, that's not the funnest thing. So now I know how Tiger must have felt in some uh, capacity. Not fully like a broken leg or a broken back, but I mean... We're talking about tennis elbow here, white man's tennis elbow. So I got to take it where I can. I need a little compassion out there from the people. And we get a, some of these people out there with the magic thumbs, the magic fingers, who are supposed to be good at, uh, you know, massages. They like to touch people a lot. You don't know how to muck a massage anymore, people. You don't know how to break a back. You don't know how to do none of this shit. You don't have any professional training in any of this stuff. You just like to rub on things. You know, it's like a guy who thinks he uh, eats the best pussy, but he doesn't know where the clitoris is. You gotta, you gotta suck on that. You gotta nibble it. You gotta get a little vibration, a couple hits. You gotta give it a couple hits. You know what I'm saying? Tap that little some bitch once in a while, a little suction. But I mean, that's a little update for you. Maybe you need to know that kind of thing. You could go on the uh, the interwebs and be able to find that information out for yourself in many facets. But don't pretend to be something you're not. You're not a masseuse. I got guys trying to wiggle my arm out. Guys rubbing my shoulder blade. Think it's the fucking muscle. You can't. The rubbing my shoulder blade is not going to help the problem in my neck. It's a spinal issue. And now it's running to my elbow. It's just like a weird tingle in the elbow. I don't know if I burst it. Strained it when I was in the bunker for the eighth time last Thursday. But we'll test it out today and see how it goes. So with that being said, I watched a little uh, new Netflix the other day, started watching the Dahmer series. Um, interesting aspect on how they created this. It goes through um, many different uh, situations like they, you know, one of the episodes is about the father. One's about the neighbor who, uh, you know, complained about the smell and the noises and the yelling and the weird shit going on next door. And, you know, it really shows a good story of not just the single person, but how it affected the community from different aspects of the community as bad policing. Um, you know, I didn't realize this until I watching the documentary, but the the police were called one time by the neighbor who saw a young young male leaving the apartment and on the street and he looked like he was 
completely drunk or drugged or something like that. So the woman called the police. She knew that he came out of the apartment, Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment. Um, she's heard the noises, smelt the smells, but she kind of put two and two together. She didn't know what was going on over there because he just continued saying he was doing, uh, he was, he'd get meat from his family and he'd be cutting it up and then it went spoiled. So he forgot, uh, he never took it outside, like blah, blah, blah. There's always an excuse. Everybody has an excuse. And we talked about this on the podcast a few weeks ago that, or a couple months ago, that these serial killers, these killers, they get praised in the media by being uh, so clever and so intelligent, when in reality, it's not about that. Because this guy did absolutely everything for the police to be at his door, in his apartment, solving these murders before... (coughs) excuse me, Um, stopping a lot of these murders before they happened. Because this was an early on situation where he had this 14-year-old boy and uh, he was able to convince the cops by saying he was his boyfriend. He's got pictures of him and they're gay. It's the 19, you know, it's 1980s, 1990s. People don't want to deal with that kind of stuff. And it's just a uh, a situation these police aren't handled, uh, you know, they're not trained for. They don't know how to handle proper properly. And what do they do? They give this 14-year-old boy back to Jeffrey Dahmer. And they go on their merry way, and he goes back into the apartment and kills the kid. Gives him a lobotomy, drills a hole in his head, and fills it with acid. Acid, folks. This is a complete fuck-up by the police department. Um, The guys were suspended for an investigation, and then they were reinstated. They were suspended with pay. They they did an investigation, obviously, an internal investigation. Um, At that point in our country, um, unions are a major thing, and they're able to get these guys back on the police force and awarded medals before they were uh, signed back into the police. So a complete injustice by the police department in Milwaukee. I don't know how or what has happened since this time. Obviously, this information is uh, well-known. They've done plenty of documentaries on Jeffrey Dahmer. And then they get into, you know, the racial aspect where he's killing a lot of black and brown people. He's living in a black neighborhood, so people go missing. They don't really care about it. There's a, you know, there's a whole different dynamic. Jesse Jackson, Reverend Jesse Jackson gets involved to shine some light on it. Reform never really happens. Obviously, reform is a difficult thing, especially when dealing with people, any kind of situation, political, uh, justice, uh, racial. A lot of people don't know how to maneuver in those worlds because they don't live in those worlds. So you got white officers policing black people, not the ideal situation, which has caused many, if not all of 
uh, the tensions in our country since the dawn of day. But with that being said, this Jeffrey Dahmer thing, it gets a little, it gets a little too, and they do this a lot because you got to make people want to watch the show. So they get an actor who's not, you know, completely disgusting. You know, they had Zac Efron do Ted Bundy. You know, this guy's a sex idol to a lot of women, you know, young girls. So obviously it's going to, but the other Ted Bundy looked like a fucking crackhead. Not with like sores all over his face, but he was just a skinny fucking guy and wasn't like a guy uh, I want to fuck. Then they got this Jeffrey Dahmer guy and he doesn't look like the regular Jeffrey Dahmer because the other Jeffrey Dahmer has the, uh, one of those mouths like the little horror show back in the day called Critters. Critters 1, Critters 2. There were these little bird, uh, little balls, uh, little furball creatures with razor sharp teeth and red eyes. I think they could shoot out, they're like porcupines, they could shoot out little razors from their backs. But those things were, little critters are dangerous. But this Jeffrey Dahmer in real life had the critter mouth. So it's a, if you like serial killer shit, you like the true crime, you know, give it a watch. It's a probably 10, 11 episodes long, which pretty good. Took up a lot of my week, no doubt about it. Couldn't start watching it at night, had to watch it during the day. Had a long week, long week, folks, you know, dealing with the Celtics nonsense. I mean, just feel I just feel for the women in the uh, organization who had to deal with their names being called out when they weren't even involved in the situation. It's just a just a disgusting display by a, a man who seemed to have it all together. And that's how it goes. That's the world. Everyone's got demons. Everyone's got uh, bones in their closet. Not, you know, actual bones like this Jeffrey Dahmer did. But, you know, some people do sick shit. And not everything is on the same level as sick shit. You know, some people have a beautiful wife, but it's not enough. Sometimes you just not, you don't want that anymore. Maybe something has gone sour. No excuse for, you know. The situation, but it's we're we're just animals. We're just animals out here. You know, in some way we domesticated ourselves, but we still people still do the sickest shit in the world. People have no problem going on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram and talk shit to each other because they know they're never going to see them. It's hard to see a gamer tag, but with the world we live in, you can do whatever you want these days. As long as you're behind a typewriter or a keypad or a keyboard or a microphone for that matter. But you know what? I don't talk shit about people. I just talk shit about the situations we're in. So I, I walk in, uh, you know, any room with no fear. You know, death is going to happen regardless. I don't need to talk shit about people. I talk shit about the situations we put ourselves in, such as the political riff. What are we fighting about? If you listen to any of these people that talk, these politicians, how can you like any of it? How can you believe in one side over the other? It's not about sides. That's what they created to create a lane for themselves. The only reason the Republican and Democrat parties exist is because people make money off of it. Everything in this world that exists is because it makes money. Solar panels aren't made to save the earth. They're made because it 
makes money because people buy them thinking, oh, I'm doing something good for the world. You know why McDonald's works? Because people want fast food. People don't want to wait 17 minutes. They need that 10-minute burger. They need that 10-minute nugget. They need those fries, that high C, that orange high C. People don't want to go to the restaurant. They don't want to experience new things. They need to go to 99 or Chili's or whatever because they can just get that quick burst of sodium, that uh, Adobe, 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 whatever you want. Get a little kick of that uh, $5 margarita and get on with your life. When you could go to Elgato and get a little something special and see a guy in a kilt washing dishes. But nobody wants that experience. It's once in a while. Everyone would rather go to Taco Bell, get that uh, mincemeat. I don't even know what that shit is. It's a paste of some sort. But sometimes, goddammit, it's good. Sometimes, goddammit, it is good. I mean, I like a Big Mac, maybe two or three of them at once. I like a double quarter pounder with cheese with some bacon on top, onions. I like a nice hot dog. But you got to do it in rations. You can't just go on a five-day binge, three-month binge. It's not going to work out for you. I'm the, I'm the testament of it. You know, I like a nice Diet Coke like the next man, but I drink a lot of water. Maybe I got a lot of water, bought, uh, a lot of water built up in here. Maybe I'm bloated. Bloated like one of those Jeffrey Dahmer heads. I mean... You talk about sick shit, man. But everyone's got an excuse. You know, they they can they can find, you know, even the sickest people can find solace in religion. Religion would love to suck up that uh, that forgiveness. Forget the eye for an eye thing. They don't tell you about that. You know, they these guys want to be saved. They don't tell you, you know, an eye for an eye. You know, revenge is throughout the Bible. It's not about forgiveness. It's about laws, keeping people in line. If you follow my doctrine, you will be saved. So you're saying anybody, I mean, what are you saying to me? So if I don't follow your doctrine, I'm going to be dead. No no one's going to be there at the gates of St. Peter's. No one's going to be, be able to help me out. What if I believe in uh, St. Thomas, St. Patrick? What if I don't believe in any of it? Some, somehow I'm going to be forsaken for all the good that I'm doing out here on the Be Cool podcast? God's going to forsake me? We've tested all this. We've tested. I mean, we test this every week on the podcast. Every other week sometimes. But it's, a, it's the ebb and flows of the world we live in. No doubt about it. No doubt about it, folks. Have a little fun. If you don't hear the sarcasm in the voice when I'm doing the podcast, when I'm talking about these serious things, I don't know what to tell you. I talk about the serious things, but you got to understand, it's just the world we live in. We're all going to die. We're all dust. We probably don't even exist. We might be a simulation. Look at all the shit we have. I'm sitting in a room full of furniture, full of electronics. With a blue sky outside. The leaves are moving. I can't hear them because of the soundproofing in this beautiful compound. I got a water next next to me. 
I got a phone plugged into the laptop. The laptop's recording the microphone. Technology's all around us. We build all this shit, but what for? What's the point? We build it to die. For it to be turned into dust sometime for the next person to come along and suck it up. Like I'd like to know in a thousand years what this spot right here I'm sitting in is going to look like. That's an interesting topic. Let's talk about that. What's going to happen in a thousand years? What's going to, how many feet or miles is the ocean going to rise or sink? Are we going to turn on our side and uh, LA is going to be a frozen tundra and the East Coast is going to be like the tropics? I don't know. They told me a lot of shit in, in high school and in middle school. Like there were going to be palm trees in Vermont at some point. Let me tell you. It was cold last night. Um, the leaves fall very quickly. And there's nothing you can do about it. You know, the flowers have been blooming all summer, but they're going to fall apart because it's going to be a frost in a couple weeks. You know, soon enough, it's going to be Halloween. I mean, it's October. It's almost October, for Christ's sakes. It's September 24th right now. We're already in week three of the football season. You only got 14 weeks left. Then the, then the playoffs. Playoffs? So the whole, the whole moral of the story is you got to live life. Do what makes you happy. Chase that feeling, even though it's a, it's, it's a joke, it doesn't really exist. Whatever you get pleasures from, as long as you're not hurting anyone else or damaging yourself so much, go ahead and do it. If you like a ham sandwich with Swiss, go get it. Go get it. Go light on the mayo. Try a different. Try some oils. Maybe Italian seasonings. You know, if you don't know how to make some pizzas, go out there one day and, you know, put your hands in some dough. There's plenty of dough out there. I mean, a lot of the people at the top have it, but you can scrape and claw. You get a dollar ninety nine and go over to Hannaford's or Shaw's or Publix and get a fresh dough. Even go to your local pizza place that you like the pizzas from and get a dough from them. Sometimes they even have the sauce. There's a lot of interesting things out there in the world. But remember, folks, don't take it so seriously, especially if you have no skin in the game. Imagine sticking up for a president. When the president don't even know who the fuck you are, that you don't fucking exist, don't know shit about you, the president don't even know he exists. What are you backing that shit for? Why are you, why are you so upset? Why are you so involved with another man who don't even know who the fuck you are? Or give a fuck about you? Because what are they doing? Where, where is all the love? Where is all the, the help and aid that you need that you're not getting? You're never going to get it. The only way to get it is if uh, you get in the system yourself. You know, you want to be, get on the city council. Then the select board. Do something. Be a greasy motherfucker. But even to get to there, you got to be greasy. No one's going to, it's hard to be a, uh, respected, honest, um, you know, sane human being 
and not be greedy, succumb to the power. Happens all the time. That's why athletes get caught up fucking different women. That's why actors get caught up showing their dick to people. That's why women get beat. Because men think that they have this, well, they have a physical power. And they use the mental power to defeat people. It's a sick thing. You know, if you're, if you're supposed to be a, a, you know, a gentleman, if you're supposed to be a good American, you don't talk shit. You don't break down a, a woman with your words, with your physical stature. That's not a man. Not a man if you're a, a scumbag to a woman. You know, I've never threatened physical violence in any way towards anybody. I just don't do it. What's the point? I don't need to threaten you. I would uh, protect myself in any situation. But somebody saying words to me is never going to make me upset. I mean, I've heard the most racist shit that people could say to somebody. And I, it's not my fight to fight. I'll be on the first line, though, in any kind of, um, you know, march for the fake rights that people believe they should have. But it is what it is. We don't have any rights. Black, white, yellow, brown. It's all made up. It's only the people who make up this shit that have the rights. The people who can take them and give them. Those are the people who have the rights. Other than that, if you ain't at the top, good luck. Good luck. Don't sit around hoping for something because it ain't going to come. Once in a while, you get lucky. I've gotten lucky quite a bit. I've hit on some big shoes. Give me a couple more couple more weeks of buying. It's been a good week of selling as soon as I get to the compound. As soon as I get to my house sitting gig, I got four items I got to ship out. Unbelievable. So, I mean, everything moves in, a, in different patterns. But you got to take the good with the bad because it, that's the way it is. Not everything's good. Not everything's bad. You're going to get a, a ample dosing of both. It's how you maneuver through both of those situations. You know, you can't get too down. You can't get too up. It's not a good thing. You got you to gotta try to survive in the balance. Speaking of balance, Cobra Kai, new season is out. Um, dragging this show the fuck out. They're dragging as much money they can get out of this. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I'm waiting for Oak Island to come back on. Hopefully we get some gold this year. Find something. Find something. If they find the menorah, if they find the Ark of the Covenant, if they find uh, the Holy Grail, uh, maybe Mary Magdalene's body, her sarcophagus. I mean, it would be great to see something. Something. But until then, I'll just be watching Below Deck and watch these, uh, you know, people try to fuck each other over. 
Because what better, what a better thing in life, you know, watch, watching good entertaining TV of other people fucking people over, like, you're not getting fucked over by somebody else right now. I mean, it happens on a daily basis. It's our instinct. It's human nature. That's why you can't get so dragged and bogged down by the bullshit because it, you can't live your life like that. You can't let it wrap you up. The last thing when I'm doing anything other than the podcast is thinking about watching CNN, watching Fox News, reading the news, anything political. I don't give a fuck about it. The only thing I ever hear about is Mar-a-Lago, special prosecutor, whatever the fuck, and Biden fell asleep again or he shook hands with his own self. I mean, he shook his own hand. I don't know what's going on. Don't give a fuck. I know the midterm elections are coming up. There's sickos on both sides, people far left, people far right, people up north, people down south. It's just, it, it's, it just boggles my mind that how people can get brainwashed by the shit that they read, the shit that they see. When you just look at life, look at the shit you actually see in life, that you actually see, not some shit you heard about, what you actually see. If you look at it like that, through that prism, your actual eyes, which can, we've talked about this prior in some recent episodes, they can be deceiving. Your, what you see can be deceiving to you, no doubt about it. You can see what you want to see, no doubt about it. You can make up it whatever you want. You can take in something and someone else can take it in a whole different way. Some people need to be explained to a situation. And that's what we try to do here on the Be Cool podcast. But then again, maybe my view's twisted. I mean, I try to look at it from, you know, the most honest vantage point. But, I mean, sometimes I do get greedy. Everyone's greedy. It's innate. It's in, it's in your nature. Remember, love yourself. And if you love yourself, then you're able to love another in some capacity equal to yours. But as long as they're good people, respect them, respect how they feel, respect their, you know, their energy, respect their body, their space, their things, you know, treat others, others and others property the same way you would want your shit to be treated. You don't want your shit pissed on, right? Nobody wants their shit spit on, shit on. You know, you got to pass this shit time, this shit time that we are living on this earth with as much good as what you believe good is and take it all in because it can be gone tomorrow. I'm sure 17 of these people that Jeffrey Dahmer killed weren't thinking they were going to die that day. But this guy was drugging and knocking out his people, well, his victims, and uh, then doing some of the most heinous things to him. This guy... Uh, Milwaukee. You know, they don't even have a whatever the fuck it is death penalty in his state. So you know what they did? You know what they fucking did? They put him in jail for whatever the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? Put him in jail for like seventeen consecutive life sentences. Which, that's just another dumb thing. 
Isn't one life sentence enough? Does it do anybody any good for putting someone in jail for 17 consecutive life sentences? I doubt it. But if someone is absolutely guilty, 100% guilty, obviously he confessed. The bodies were found in his apartment. He told people where to find other bodies at places where he killed other people and other residents that he lived in. This guy was completely guilty, no doubt about it. Same as John Wayne Gacy, Ted Bundy, these fucking real prolific serial killers, well, high-profiled ones also. But there's a number of them. A number of them out there. And, you know, death penalty can take time because people can go through appeals. If you're 100% guilty, I don't want, I don't give a fuck about appeals. Where is the logic in it? You know why appeals and all that stuff works? Is because it makes money. Lawyers make money. The state makes money. Judges make money. Prosecutors make money. Attorney generals, police officers make money off of it. That's why it all exists. You got to have someone typing this shit up, secretaries, clerks. It's all a money grab. Do you people understand what I'm saying? It's not a difficult thing. You look at you got to look at it from a different perspective of other than the harshness of the crime. It's how fucked up our system is. People are getting book deals, magazine deals, movie deals off of the, some of the sickest shit these people have done. And meanwhile, the community of which this happened, nothing is done. Nothing is fixed. Crime still exists. Poverty exists. Uneducated, uh, you know, bad education. Educational systems broken. The ills of our society. The things that we talk about every election year. Every politician says they're going to do something about it. But you know what? Guns still shoot. Bullets still kill people, and you can get them anywhere you want. You can get them anywhere you want. You can get a drill at Walmart. This guy's got acid. How do you get... What is going on in this world? These cops were called... I can't... There was no actual number, but... If I could give you the facts of how many times the cops were called... The cops were there. They gave a victim to the the fucking guy, for Christ's sakes... These guys were suspended with pay. They were back on the payroll or back in the police station after the uh, trial was over. I mean, what are we doing here, folks? Just answer the question to yourself if you're listening, if you have any care about anything in this world, the society that you live in. Say, fuck these motherfuckers. And it's, you, you gotta, you can't back up. You can't sit there and back up what these fucking rats have done you can't do it and i'm talking about police i'm talking about the justice department the the politicians the the county everything from the ground up it's a miscarriage of justice this guy should have been uh quartered and hung in town square so everyone could have seen that's how you stop crazy crime that's how you stop crime you don't put pump them full of chemicals that no one ever gets to see a shivering body on uh, the electric chair or you know somebody dipped in hot gravy and letting wolverines eat at them i'm talking about real good shit you got to get that in you want to make money let's make some money off the entertainment of that you might be thinking 
this guy's off the rockers right now. No, I'm not off the rockers. What off the rockers is, is what Jeffrey Dahmer did to the 17 victims. That's what's off the rockers. Off the rockers is not being mad at a system that allowed this to happen. That provided the ability to happen. Because at that time, police in the inner cities only cared about arresting poor black people who were selling drugs and filling up our jail cells and prisons. That's not fake. It's not far-fetched. It's the reality. You can easily find that information. It's a well-known. If it's not well-known to you, you don't know well-known shit. You are you pick and choose what you want to know or believe. The I mean it, it's it's just crazy. It's just crazy to think. So yeah, I'm in favor of you know town executions of completely guilty sickos like that to show to society this is what happens. When you fuck up. This is what happens when you ultimately fuck up on a bad level. Because there's nothing worse than generations that are coming up that live in a fantasy world. Everything's virtual. It doesn't exist in reality. People don't, These kids don't know how to talk to human beings. They don't know how to respect others because you don't need to respect anybody. When you're typing to them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, any social media, Reddit threads, one of the most heinous talk and speech goes up on there. And, you know, they're on, they're, people are in relationships with people they've never even seen in real life, never even physically touched. These people don't even exist. They're just bots in Indonesia. You know, think, someone thinks their best friend is someone they play uh, Fortnite with. Every other night. It's a sad day. It's a sad day. You know, sometimes you got to get into it. It's a beautiful day. I'm going to have a wonderful weekend. Hopefully this arm holds up. I'll talk to you. I'll let you know. I'm going to watch some great football. And I'm going to get back at it. I'm about to leave the compound. Go do my thing. Just let you know, motherfuckers. This is been a pleasure. It's an honor to do this podcast and I love the support. I appreciate everything anybody's ever done for the podcast. Obviously, Lebanese Drake, my boy Officer Plunkett with the mic. You know, everybody who's been there through the interviews, Problematic, Stack, Locksmith, Parking Lot, Pete, Sneaky Pete. You know, it's just the people that Everybody, you know, if I don't say your name, it's not, it's, it ain't no hate. It ain't no hate. It's just, you know, I'm trying to get out of here. I'm trying to get the, you know, fill the void, fill the minutes, let y'all know. And I'm just going to get out of, oh, I can, let me finish with this. LaBelle's Steaks. Okay. It's a place online you can order steaks from. I cooked a tomahawk steak the other night, which found out it's a ribeye connected to the bone. Tomahawk steak. Must have been two inches thick, inch and a half thick. Two in- no, must have been two inches, three inches thick. You think? Oh, yeah. I was like, 
the length of my middle finger. That's how deep this fucking thing was. Maybe even bigger. Seared it on the grill, two sides. Seared it on the grill, two sides. Both sides. Put some marks on it. Got a nice crust. Just salt and pepper, a nice uh, kosher salt. Which, I mean, was dynamite. Probably had it on the grill for 30 minutes. Then I had a preheated oven. First I had it at like 250 or something. And then I put it down to 190. For a total of about 30 minutes it was in. I flipped it over twice. You got to flip it just to make sure that you're not getting too cooked on one side and the other. Let it rest for half an hour. Cut into this thing and it was just perfect. Looked like roast beef. And this stuff, I mean the fat just melted like, uh, and it wasn't even that hot. After I was slicing into it. But the fat was just melting like uh, brisket. Next morning, I had three nice big slices of steak left. So put it in a pan. Use a little of that fat from a couple of the edges. Rendered that down in the... Um, use that as the oil. So I cooked it in its own fat. Just to sear off both sides. Get a nice crust. And my goodness. My goodness. LaBelle's Tomahawk Steak, number one. That best steak I've ever had in my life. No joke, no cap. Pause. Um, just salt and pepper. If you got, you know, if you got coarse black pepper, that's the way you want to do it. Just careful you don't burn. You don't want to go too high on the gas because you don't want it to burn when you're grilling it. You can do it also in a pan. You could broil it both sides if you if you don't have a grill or a Nice pan to be able to do it. It's a big bone, so you're going to need a nice surface, probably a good two-foot flat surface to be able to cook it properly. But if you like a good steak, go ahead and do that. Enjoy the rest of this beautiful weather we're having right now. If you're cooking this weekend, I hope you're doing it right. Take a little tip from me. I'll let you know. Hit me on Twitter, Instagram, Reese45MC. Don't be afraid. If you're out there listening, don't be afraid, motherfuckers. I don't know who's out there listening. I think it's like 10 people a week. But I do appreciate it. I got nothing but love for you. And love another person, man. Show that love. Show some respect to your human beings as long as you know that they're doing good out there making things happen. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to Locksmith. Had a great time out there in Moortown deep in it but it was a great great time i'll see you soon peace and love and remember be cool motherfuckers be cool. you ain't ready for war you ready to rap you ready to talk